Hi, I'm Janeth. Welcome to Bloom Into Your Soul. Here we learn and share all things that will guide us back home into our body and begin to hear our inner voice in order to create a life that feels so good and allows room for all of our healing on a mind, body, and soul level. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, you guys, and welcome to another episode of Bloom Into Your Soul. I am super excited to be taking the time to talk to you guys and make this new episode, which starts the beginning of a new season. And if you are here tuning in, um, welcome. And please uh, subscribe or share this with anyone who you think might benefit to hear it. Um, Today, I want to talk about having a baby in the middle of a pandemic and the mental challenges that that brought and the resilience that that built. And, And so, yeah, I want to dive right in to say that it has been a joy to have my daughter who is now three months in my life the whole pregnancy was completely different and it pa- it went by like so fast it was incredibly fast like I blinked and I was already at the end of my pregnancy dealing with what was a pandemic and initially I had no idea what that meant for me. Initially, I was only, oh, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Like, now my husband and my kids can't go to the doctor's visits with me. And then every appointment, things changed a little. Um, it went from me having to go into the clinic by myself um, and me questioning whether my husband was going to be there in the delivery room but before I go into that let me backtrack a little and let you guys know that I had the baby yes in the middle of a pandemic however my pregnancy for the majority of the part was not during a pandemic so the beginning of my pregnancy I was fortunate enough to be able to have um my husband in the room with me when we had our sonogram and I know that that's not been the case for most women during these times and I just want to let you know that I see you and that you are not alone and that we are all as a collective uh, navigating through these difficult circumstances and I didn't want that to go unnoticed Um, however back to my my story i it was i had delivered in april the last week of april and i was at 41 weeks which i would have continued to allow my body just to come into labor and delivery on its own but um being that we were 
in this unprecedented time in our life um, and things were changing so rapidly and I was reading articles where women weren't being allowed to have a partner in their delivery room I was um, just everything was changing from moment to moment the rules the the things that were going to be the, the way the, sh- the delivery room was going to be it was just a lot and though I handled everything very well and my capacity to tolerate the changes was well during the pregnancy as the pregnancy came to an end and my daughter just was not coming on her own at 41 weeks my doctor said we probably should induce we can induce like she literally wanted to induce the next day after my appointment I let it go another week and I said if she's not here then we can go ahead and schedule everything to have her induced and you guys I'm not gonna like even lie coming to that conclusion was so hard and I was I had to do that alone because my husband was with the kids and he was not allowed to go to the doctor's appointments anymore and answering that question right then and there it was just so difficult and I even came to terms with okay I am making this decision I'm making this decision that word was hard for me to say I don't know why but she can come whenever she wants to so maybe she will come before I am scheduled to be induced and so we went about it that way and the night before I delivered she just would not come and I knew I was having contractions. They were just not, they were not regular and they were not strong enough for me to call it active labor, like to go in into the delivery room. So I called the day before and tried to get this scheduled induction canceled. I was just like, i rather just go in for a doctor's appointment and see where I'm at. And mind you, it was a holiday, I believe. So I think everything was closed because they sent me to an on-call doctor, which was not the friendliest. And she, you could tell she had, she was kind of in a rush. So um, it was not any there was no help with that and then my doc my nurse that same day that I tried to cancel my induction my nurse who had called to get me registered and get me all set up for the next day um I told her how I was thinking about canceling the induction and she was a very wise woman and and she had been a nurse for 40 years and she she really just was she was so grounded 
it, despite the fact that there was a pandemic and going there is a pandemic going on and and then she could tell that I was somewhat nervous about being induced about just everything going on as far as laboring in a hospital in the middle of a pandemic so she she suggested she said if I'm being honest with you with the situation changing from minute to minute and you wanting to protect yourself and your child your unborn child from anything this would possibly be the best for you and her because you guys are going in through a completely different door you will not have to walk in at the last minute to wait to be registered you will not have to walk around the hospital whatsoever you will go straight to your labor and delivery room with the minimum exposure to anything and it will be just calm and peaceful until she arrives and and then something just clicked in me and something just made me realize you know what this is not happening against me the fact that my daughter is not coming on her own is not against me it's not something that I need to be afraid of and being induced might not necessarily be the story that I'm telling myself about how I should be afraid of it I realized that it was happening for me everything that was happening up until the day that I was delivered was happening for me for my own protection I chose to believe that whether that was true or not you know ultimately I will never know but I realized that in order for me to get the power the courage to deliver my daughter on my own with no medication very little intervention I had to be in the right state of mind and I had to tell myself a story that served me and that story was that being induced was for my benefit and my daughter's benefit and I decided to just go on with it and and it was great we were so excited in the in the morning my husband was still going to be able to be in the delivery room and I was so grateful for that and so up until then everything was working out just for me and I believed it the whole time and then when it came time to get the induction medicine in I was hesitant and I said okay can you start me off on a very low dose and so they agreed and when they checked my contractions they told me honey you are already contracting and so I wasn't gonna need too much help to get my delivery my labor further along and um, and sure I mean enough it wasn't much that I needed I actually ended up getting 
my registered and all in my room in the safety of my own you know space and all the doctors and nurses that came in had they were all had a mask and um I had to wear a mask when they were in the room but when they were not in the room I was allowed to take my mask off and the same thing was when I was in labor when the nurses were in there I was suggested to have it on however if I was not comfortable it was okay for me to remove it and um I kind of went on a tangent on a little side tangent tangent I basically delivered super fast from 10 that the medicine was uh, given to me to 2.30 I was already done I had my baby in my arms and I was so relieved but it hit me like everything happened for me and then a small moment came haunting me and this is something that has haunted me in I don't know if haunting is the correct term to say it but um it's it's definitely something that I've battled with um in my other deliveries so when I had my first child I basically delivered without the doctor his intern delivered my baby and I remember all the nurses panicking and freaking out and I was 20. When I delivered my second child, my baby was crowning and I told my husband, hurry up and get the doctor. The baby is here. Like the baby is crowning and I can feel him like literally coming. And my doctor came in, but I, I was already crowning. Like the baby was already pretty much delivered on my own on his own and I didn't think that this time would be the same and and in my head I thought well if anything I can catch my baby and I can I'm gonna be okay so the same thing happened I ended up delivering my baby girl before the doctor could even make it to the the room and she came in and delivered my placenta and there was no tears and my baby was perfectly healthy and the staff all came in also like my first child like they all swarmed in and they all reassured me and told me that I was in the best hands and they were great and also there was this this feeling that why do i have to do this alone i mean mind you i've never been alone my husband's always been there there's been nurses always there and in that story however it stayed with me until after i came home um but right then and there after i delivered my my daughter 
I didn't realize that that's what was bothering me because I, I was just in awe of the high of having her. So, the heartbreaking part about having her was that in the middle of a pandemic was that my kids were not going to be able to meet her until we got home. And that was hard. So you guys, even though that was hard, I had to, again, continue believing that it was all happening for me. It was just going to help me get through this situation without falling apart or without, with the resilience I needed to be able to take care of myself and to be able to take care of my child, my new baby. Um, I had to believe that they weren't allowed to be there because of their own health, because it was a protection to them, for them. And I remember the nurse asking me, what is your priority today? And every time they asked me, what is your goal for today? What is your priority? I would say to get home to my kids. That's all I kept thinking about. And even though I was very much in this beautiful, awe, blissful moment of having my daughter and being able to have had her naturally without anything but the Pitocin that is given to induce, I... And no other complications, which is such a huge thing in our in our world right now. There's so many interventions being ha- happening, and I feel like birth isn't normalized like it deserves to be. Um, but that's not something we're gonna get into in this episode, at least. Um, I, I, again, chose to believe that everything was happening for me. And when I was able to come home with my daughter, um, I remember thinking, I don't have to be scared anymore. You're home, you're safe. I don't have to worry about anything happening to us and I don't have to worry about wearing a mask or not wearing a mask because I remember right after delivering and holding her my mask I just took it off because I could not have her first memory of me be with a mask on I just could not, like, have her be born into this world and be, like, all these new experiences for her, new stimuli, and and the trauma that comes with birth. And then to look at your mommy and have her have a mask on where you can't really even read her. And so that kind of made me just want to stay home for the next weeks and just be in my own nest and and just really protect my child and my children well all of them and there is such a weight um that I felt that came off 
after I delivered her because it was like I was holding my breath like anticipating her her entering the world and it was like I was holding my breath because I didn't want to fall ill before I delivered because it was the there was these worries of well if I fall ill with the virus then they told me like you would have to be separated from her for two weeks and I just the thought of that would break my heart like I could not wrap my head around it I didn't even want to picture it or like anything um we had to be tested for the virus before um being induced so um the day that I had that conversation with the nurse like I mentioned earlier I was tested for the virus and I remember the whole day holding my breath like hoping that I didn't receive a call because that meant that you know I was good to go and I was not going to be placed in a separate place strictly for you know positive people who tested positive and I was not going to have to be away from my daughter and so just that alone knowing that I'm home and I did I, I went through all of that it, it was like okay I did it we did it my both my daughter and I my husband and my children like we are safe now I remember thinking that and and yes we still we still are in the middle of a pandemic and and we still are very careful um especially me that I am her food supply and she it needs me so much right now but it's not the same feeling of wondering what the next moment is going to look like for you wondering if your husband's going to be in the delivery room wondering if you test positive and your daughter not being able to be with you in the room and your kids not being able to see their sister right away and then visitors how to navigate visitors like up until now I'm still working through that and I just want to remember remind you and and let you know if you are someone that has just had a baby and or is going to have a baby in the during these times be so graceful for you with yourself and have so much patience with yourself because there will be moments where you feel some way and then there's moments where you completely change your mind um i know for me it was like early in the beginning after delivering i was very strict with who came to my house and how close they came and as of lately i miss my family and my my grandma like as we speak today was the first time my grandma met my daughter and even that we had to social distance and she couldn't hold her and um my my dad has not hold held her it's just been 
something that's been really hard to navigate and I don't want to discredit any of anyone's experience however I do know that for me reminding myself that I am in control of the stories that I tell myself was a great help I am like the only thing that I can control right now are my thoughts and the present moment everything else is really out of my control so that really helped me navigate all of it and also I had the great support of my husband and my past um, postpartum experiences they've been very tough as it pertains to myself I wasn't as kind as gentle as uh, as loving and caring with myself and this time around I allowed myself just to be I didn't have any expectations to what it was supposed to look like the postpartum experience I didn't have any expectations at all and I think that that has helped me throughout the whole process to be able to navigate this whole postpartum experience during a pandemic and and both delivering and being in postpartum during a, a pandemic it really has taken so much energy that you're allowed to rest even more and then you wouldn't you would have normally done so because not only are we feeling the grieving process of what it means to have like a certain family dynamic like I was used to having two sons my husband and now we have a new addition to the family so not only not only are we grieving the, that those things and and the newborn phases and and just so much that we are grieving but we are also grieving collectively and and that also wears you out and so being so gentle and kind to yourself is is really my recommendation i really don't know how this could help anyone i just know that i wanted to share my story because i know that a lot of us feel alone right now and and I want to remind you that you're not. Someone is always going through the same similar experiences that you are. And perhaps this might just help you um, navigate whatever you may go through. Um, there are no right or wrongs. And your body knows. And if we slow down. Take a deep breath. We can hear it. We can hear the guidance. And we can 
move forward and and we can get through hard things because we are resilient not only as mothers but as human beings we are so resilient and we are so capable and so many women in our past in our history in our ancestral lineage have done this and have been through this and they've overcome a lot and so can we and so i leave you with those thoughts and i hope like i said that this resonates with you and let me know if it helped you let me know if how you're feeling what this brought up for you you can let me know um in the in the review section or you can let me know over on instagram my instagram is somewhere in the bio of the episodes and um and yeah thank you for being here and thank you for joining another season of bloom into your soul this season is going to be a lot slower which is you probably won't hear from me every week but i am planning some huge things and some things that will help all of us during these times again thank you all for thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode there are so many other episodes coming your way with so much goodness and so much value so don't forget to subscribe